as him over and it face planted. Today, we live in a society that has abandoned religion, um, but that doesn't mean we don't have idols. Uh, now, everyone values material things. I'm not talking about the 60 statues of Buddha that are in the cheapest chips display window. Um, are they still there? Um, I'm talking about other idols that take our attention away from God. For example, if you wake up in the morning and you check Instagram, and then you get dressed and you ch check Instagram, and then you go down the hallway to the kitchen and you check Instagram, and then you're making yourself breakfast and you check Instagram, and then you go about, that, you go about your day like that, but you just can't really can't find any time for God, well, then Instagram is an idol. You do have a problem. Um, these, it still doesn't compare to God. It might feel like something big and important that needs a lot of time, but it doesn't, it doesn't have anything on the creator of the universe. The concept hasn't changed. Whether it's a stone statue or a social media app, the obsession with a celebrity or a very dedicated part of your brain that knows exactly how much money you have in the bank, these, idols, um, these are idols because we give them attention that should be due to God. Uh, these things aren't necessarily evil. I mean, one youth has an Instagram page, um, and I, c I can tell you anything. I ask me any question about Doctor Who or Miraculous Ladybug, I will tell you. I will know the answer. Um, but, and even the statue of Dagon, it never hurt anyone until they started to worship it and, and put it as equal to or better than God, because nothing is. So what kind of idols do we have? Uh, you should all have paper and pens by now. So why don't you take a minute and see if anything comes to mind. If you have anything that takes a prominent place in your... No. Uh, anything that takes a prominent place in your life where God should be. It's okay if you can't think of anything right now. It's just... And it's something that we need to watch out for our entire lives. So, if you can think of something, this scripture shows us that nothing can take the place of God. All idols are worthless in his presence. Put God first in his proper place in your life. I think most of you are done. I'm going to keep going. Um, in the Old Testament, uh, we often take physical things that happen and translate them into spiritual meanings. For example... God once told Noah to physically open the door of the ark, the boat this time, and we get hashtag release the animals. Sometimes uh, we can think of Dagon as not so much an idol, but as a worry or a fear, a big problem you have in your life. We all have, you know, fears and anxieties, and sometimes they can take up as much space and time as an idol. It can be uh, self-consciousness about the way you look, um, but you're beautiful tonight. Uh, it could 
see that there's something going on in your family, there might be a lot of stress and arguments, or you don't feel listened to. You could be worrying about the future. Maybe somebody you know is sick, and perhaps even feelings of depression, anxiety, or loneliness. These things can all be represented by the statue of Dagon. How? When the Spirit of God comes in, they topple. So, bring God in. Nothing is as powerful as him. It might seem like there's a giant, towering, immovable monument uh, versus a quick little prayer. It might not seem like much. But God is listening, and nothing can tower over God. Your problem will fall flat on its face. The ark was brought in after a war that the Philistines, the Philistines had to fight for it. To us, it can feel, it will, can feel like a war battling the fear and the little voices telling you not to bother, not to pray. But pray. Every day, pray and fight to have the presence of God in your mind to tear down Dagon, your Dagon. Uh, Now, get your pens out again and think about if there were fear or stresses in your life, things that feel like giant, towering, immovable monuments, and write them down. Uh, When you're finished, uh, just fold it and hold on to it. We're going to do something in a minute. This thing you've written down or you're writing down, it might not seem like it disappears straight away. The statue of Dagon got to stand up that whole day. It was only at night when he fell over, when no one was around. They only found out the next morning, and then they stood him back up again. The problem might come back, but the very next night, the same thing happened. Dagon fell over, and this time his hands and his head had broken off. Now if they stood him back up, how dumb would he look? He's useless now. He has no head to think with and no hands to touch. That fear... That problem won't be able to touch you anymore, leaving you only with God's presence. Bring God's presence in again and again, and little by little, God will wear away at at your problem. Our God is the King of kings, Lord of lords, and God of gods. Everything bows down to him. Dagon is a fish god. Uh, He's got a mermaid-y figure, and he wears a crown, which uh, is a dead fish head. Um, yeah, isn't it? Um, there's actually evidence that Dagon was the god of the Ninevites from Nineveh in Jonah's story. To summarize, um, Jonah was sent to the Ninevites uh, and to tell them that they were going to die because they were uh, not following God's law. But uh, he ran away, so God had to drag him, kicking and screaming, in a fish's stomach. Um, to the Ninevites who worshipped a fish, this would have blown them away. Their God has pretty much just thrown them up on their beach. So they would have given him their attention where they might not have before. Isn't that cool? Our God makes false gods bow down to him. If he can do that, he can make your problem, uh, your fear, bow down to him too. He can make uh, your situation, where it might seem like you're sitting in stomach acid and darkness for three days, turn out even better than if you'd just walked. Um, Can we have the lights turned down so that 
we can take a minute to respond to God. Now, with the paper in your hands, pray over these problems. If you've written down an idol, take a moment to give that to God. It is a fight. Look at the Philistines. It can be hard, but let God be greater than it in your life. If you have fears or a problem written down, huge, immovable fears and problems, allow the presence of God to come in and and let him start to topple it, just like the Ark of the Covenant toppled Dagon's statue. We give our problems to you, God. Let go of our idols and leave them with you overnight and know that you will take care of them. You'll break off their hands and head and leave them useless. And we all said, yeah. All right, now let's put all those idols and problems in their places. Scrunch them up and then there's a bin over there. <laughs>